Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals. Do not be confused. (laughs) I'm sure that's easy to do here. We are in the midst of a book launch. What that means for you, if you're a new listener, is it's probably worthwhile going back. This is six of six, but I have a feeling there may be, (laughs) it may be six of eight. We may do a couple more. The book if all goes uh, according to plan, it's codenamed Everything. The actual name, language warning, Muffs, is Everything is a fucking story. And there is an explanation. There is a story behind that. I hope you're not offended. So book number one was The Habit Factor, and The Habit Factor is responsible of course, for how we have Habits to Goals as a podcast. That came out in 2010, five years-ish after 2015, the pressure paradox emerges. And as I'm writing that, and trust me, this is all going to be valuable and make a lot of sense and be helpful. So as I'm writing that, I run across something called The Three Circles, and that evolves here in the third book. What what that taught me was that while I had written about habit and I'd written about habitat and the environment, in particular pressure, I knew there was one more circle. I'm using air quotes. You can't see circle. One more major element to personal transformation. So everybody listening There's not a person not listening who is not interested in bettering themselves, that's how they end up here, achieving their goals and ideals. And it is a three-headed monster or a three-pronged attack. Now, people say, well, what about (laughs) emotions? What about emotions and feelings? I feel sad. So over... The long haul, personal transformation doesn't happen overnight. So what I'm getting at is feelings and emotions are very important and it's important to process them. At the same time, I use as an example a guy named Ryan Hall in this book, Everything. He goes from a 129-pound marathoner, the fastest marathoner in the U.S., to a guy who can bench 330 pounds. Ask me how long that took. It took <laughs> it took five years. So the question is, did his feelings and emotions from one day to the next matter very much over his five-year transformation? And the answer is, they mattered just not as much as his environment or his mindset, his thinking, his stories. Those are what cultivate, craft, facilitate, 
accelerate, in many cases, the formation of new skills and habits. So I write the habit factor, I write the pressure paradox, and I realize I have to write about thinking. What's the problem with that? The problem with that is, uh, I don't know, thousands of, pe- <laughs> thousands of people have written about thinking. I needed a different take, a different spin, uh, something paradigm shifting. And the fact is, I found it. Two-ish years ago, maybe a little bit more, cognitive science, a, in particular, one guy who I'm just fascinated with, his work, we've traded a few emails, He's a rock star. His name is Mark Turner. And he's written all sorts of stuff, great papers and articles and research and even books. And the long and short of it is he he posits this idea that you can't extract story from human experience. And then he I've shared this in prior episodes. He goes on to say that narrative image Imaging slash story, narrative imaging hyphen story is our chief means of thought and cognitive function. And now I'm paraphrasing, but of planning and preparing, we use it to infer and predict. And now my thinking book is not about thinking as much as it is about story. Well, I mean, they're one and the same, but the, the angle is it's not this is how you think right. It's everything is a fucking story because if at the heart of your human experience, right, Aeneas Nin, what did she say? We don't see the world as it is. We see it as we are. So (laughs) if, if fact and fiction, by definition, is story, everything is a story, and then that's at the heart of our human experience. So we are just perpetual story machines. One of the chapters is called, You're Soaking in It. Having said that, that sets the table. Go back and listen to the last five. Um, today I want to talk about this idea that once once we go through, in the last episode we talked about this idea of compression and I talked about Hemingway, six words, right? Baby or for sale, baby shoes, never worn. For sale, colon, baby shoes, never worn. As I say last week, he was allegedly challenged to write a six-word story. When you hear those six words, and by the way, take it individually, they, we, don't ext- we do not extrapolate any story at all. But you put those together in that format, in that sequence, and people cry. <laughs> and yet, nobody knows what that story truly is. So we infer, we predict, we jump to conclusions, we do all these things because we're, 
I'm using air quotes again, advanced thought creatures. I call it Thought 2.0. That's another chapter. So, I should say, before it comes down, and it's coming down very, very soon, because October 1st, the book goes live on pre-sale. So, you can get the free excerpt. It's still about 120 pages, probably way too much, at everythingastory.com. We've obviously left the F-bomb out of the URL. Everythingastory.com. Dot com. So today what I want to get into very quickly, and we're going to shut this down, is where does that leave us if, if we're these advanced thought creatures and we're always making predictions and we're planning? And, and by the way, that, that's, this is where it leads us. Because that happens so frequently and because we're so often wrong in our predictions, think about all the... I was talking to a buddy and he <laughs> he said something I think I said last week or the week before, how many relationships go haywire because of of just bad scripting, bad stories in one person's head. It could be anything. I don't want to get too serious. Then this will happen. Then that will happen. Meanwhile, everything in the present is totally perfect. That's an example of overthinking, right? Great way to ruin the present. Now, it's also a fantastic gift. We have the ability of foresight. We can do planning. The question becomes, when is it debilitating, right? Deleterious, I believe I use in the book. And the, uh, the root of that is to, de- <laughs> to delete deleterious. So, overthinking. I'm debating whether I go down this in detail or in general. Part of the reason I end up here, I I came upon the habit factor because I challenged myself with a goal. Next thing I know, I have this ugly tracking sheet. I'm sharing it with entrepreneurs. Next thing you know, it's an app. Then it's a book. Then uh, doctors are recommending it to their patients, and it's the first habits, habit tracker, habits to goals tracker, and that's 2009, 2010. Then I start to explore the environment. There's a reason it's called habitat, right? There's habit and there's habitat. Our habitat Our environment influences our behaviors. This is why people will put their kids in private schools if they can afford it. They're hopeful that their kids are going. Now, this is obviously not true. It's a generalization. But the hope is that they're going to adopt better habits. So we see this in the natural world. Certain animals have certain habitats. It's what cultivates our behavior. So I study the environment, but it's way too large. So I decide to just pick pressure because pressure requires it. First of all, it's a requirement for personal transformation and and goal achievement. We always need that impetus. In fact, 
Here's a great example I write about in the book. Just occurred to me, I think the Marines, yeah, they call it the crucible. So when they put their new recruits, in order to become a Marine, I believe this is still the case, they have to go through the crucible. And that's a torturous physical endurance test. I don't have it off the top of my head. I don't know if it's a week or 36 hours. It's something uh, very, very challenging. But the key point here for us to remember is that it's a crucible, right? It's where there's intense pressure. And so you're either going to come out better, <laughs> which is the design, right? Or you're going to come out different. Um, and you're going to come out with some lessons. But pressure is the impetus. And so I write that book. And then I realize, as I said, I got to get into story and thinking. And I'm following my own journey here. So so the habit factor was about me achieving a goal. Then it was, I wanted to understand productivity and performance better. Sometimes um, I would prepare properly, and then sometimes I wouldn't, and I didn't understand it, and I had to study and understand pressure. So that's one of my, well, there's only so many books. I want to say it's one of my favorite because pressure affects productivity, performance, and peace of mind. So that leaves me one last place to investigate. And the question becomes, because we are self-justifying creatures, we, we can justify with a good story anything. Our fitness level, our quality of relationships, how happy or miserable we are. There's a story behind it. That doesn't make it good or bad. Remember, the definition of story is fact and fiction. So if you subscribe to it, it's your truth. Whether it's even right or wrong does not necessarily matter. So here I'm following the bouncing ball for myself. And I realize that I have overthought many experiences that have affected not just uh, performance, but results. Now, I could have just justified away the results that I didn't necessarily like. And by the way, I do write about this in detail, but I, I don't want to go down that. So I'm giving you some generalizations here. I get into good detail, <laughs> really good detail. The point is, I could have sat back and said, yeah, this is... This happened because of this and this, or I could say why, and then I could really dig in. Why is this? Why is that? Why did that happen? And in the deeper I dug, the more I recognized I was not thinking effectively. And I'm a guy who loves, I'm always recommending both, right? It's not just you got to. It's the old, you got to move fast and slow. But but here I was, as I'm doing this why wormhole analysis, and I found that I had myself, I just forced myself into a false dichotomous situation. I had to choose X would succeed or Y would succeed. 
I had to choose this or this. And the truth is, I didn't have to make that choice at all. It could have been both. I had horrible, (laughs) debilitating stories backing poor results, which affected two areas. Now, some people on the outside looking in don't even see this. They think everything's great. Um, But I'm realizing I'm not getting the results I'm looking for. And so I'm scratching my head and I start to, because of this book, I start doing some digging relative to the stories that I'm using to self-justify results. And then I'm like, wow, you, (laughs) you have made some really, you've created bad stories that you've subscribed to and they have affected your results. And it's super, super um, astonishing on many levels that that one can let years go by without challenging stories and again the real clue is to look at the results that you do not like even if they're good and you wanted great or excellent then the question is what's the underlying story what is the excuse story and then we go through this process. Why wormhole analysis? Why, why, why? In a business group, this one lady didn't want to grow her company. And, and the more we asked why, ultimately we realized, and this was not the first answer, it was like the sixth answer. It was she didn't want to grow the company because it would compromise time with her kids. So, everything, fact and fiction, everything is a freaking story taken as a whole, a holistic approach to coaching. Uh, I know so many people that listen are in either, uh, they're, They're basically behavioral professionals or they're coaches. So there's a holistic background here, and it involves all three books, Habit, Environment, and Story. And it's a three, as I said before, three-headed monster. It's a three-pronged attack. A lot of guys will be shouting, or girls, ladies, in social media on YouTube, You know, you just got to get your freaking head right. You got to get your uh, story right or your mindset or it's or you got to get your habits right. Or you got (laughs) to surround yourself with five great people or get a mentor. And, And the answer is yes and no. It's not just one of those. It's all three of those in concert congruent, in harmony, they all must be engaged. So the person who wants to lose weight, it isn't just about, although I want to say it is, but it isn't. If if the habits are there, the skills are there, the 
and the supporting underlying mindset, the story around their self-concept, their self-image, they will, they will fall back at some point. So getting the story in alignment with the habits, in alignment with the environment. So the person that changes their diet, right, hopefully they're adjusting their environment. So they don't have crap in the pantry and in the refrigerator. And then they're working on their story relative, the scripts relative. My screen just went dark. Um, they're working on the story and their scripts relative to their ideals and goals. Again, three-pronged attack. Story, habits and skills, environment. All right, that should do it for six for six. Again, I'm I'm nearly certain we're going to go seven and eight, at least seven. Seven would get us to the pre-launch. And uh, thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. The excerpt, the free excerpt is coming down. You might as well grab it while you can. You will be able to see this visual, which is critical, this new behavior model. Further, you will see some of the detail and the stories underlying uh, the, co- <laughs> the cause of less than ideal results. Less than ideal is still really good, but less than ideal. All right, my friends, thank you very much. Everything is a freaking story. Go to everythingastory.com, everythingastory.com, and then you'll be on the list for, which I haven't even got into. We have so many uh, pre-sale launch bonuses. I'll talk about that next week. Thank you. See ya. And that will do it. Thank you very much once again for joining me on this ride. Don't forget, if you are not subscribed, subscribeify. Go ahead and subscribe right now. Be sure to share the show. We greatly appreciate, if you're wondering how to support the show, ratings and reviews. Further, on that note, our proud sponsor, audible.com. If you check out and go to audibletrial.com, audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals with the number two, just like the show, you can get a free 30-day trial. And with that, I want you to keep this in mind. Jim Rohn used to say, in five years, the difference in your life will be due to, and I'm chuckling because I amend this, it will be due to two things, the relationships you have fostered and the books you have read. Well, Audible Trial gives you, it makes it so easy to, I mean, one idea is all it takes to change your life. And so that's what Jim Rohn's getting at. Audible Trial makes it very easy. Speaking of just one idea, the habit factor is free when you go to audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals with the number two. So he said the books you read and the relationships you foster over the next five years will have a remarkable difference on your life. I would, of course, add the habits and skills. And now you know the very best way to develop those habits and skills is to follow par. Plan, act, record, and reassess. You can always get that free template at thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. All right, my friends, that's it. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.